Welcome to Less Than or Equal, the podcast about pursuing equality in geekdom, which we do by celebrating the diverse and their accomplishments. Today, I am joined by Jessica Dennis and Anna Tarkov. Welcome. Hello. Hi. How are you? Good. Cold. So cold. Uh. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just medium. (laughs) Because I just found out, like, maybe 20 minutes before we were going to be starting to record that my son doesn't have school again tomorrow. He didn't have school today. Um, and that means that, well, it means what it means when there's no school, because he's in school five and a half hours, typically. So that's five and a half hours for me to fill with nothing, absolutely nothing, because it's too cold to go outside. And um, so we'll, we don't have much to do. It's no. going to be hard. Those big hamster balls, I'm telling you. <laughs> we need to we need to get on this because it could, I mean, it's a hamster ball, so it would be somewhat temperature controlled and you could just sort of shoot, you know, roll him out the door and he could run no. around outside and it would be okay. Well, but a little bit insulated. it's too cold outside, I'm trying to tell you. It's too cold. Well, the cold. hamster ball could be insulated, right. though. Like it could be dual layer oh, that's uh, plastic. True. Yeah, with like that gas in between oh, the layers. This is, this like is patent pending. Needs, patent pending. Someone, Heard it here first. Someone <laughs> needs to invent this right now. Or at least, I mean, it just irritates me so much. There's not more indoor play. Anyway, okay. This is not the Why Parenting Sucks podcast. <laughs> um, well, sorry, Aline. <laughs> challenges of being a parent. I think yeah. that's applicable to a lot of listeners. Uh, I'm I think sure it is. Yeah, you're the true. only one who can speak to that here right now but <laughs> you know we have cats <laughs> i have cats yeah <laughs> just and i can commiserate about cats and anna can talk about actually having a human yeah, that's not and- as hard <laughs> <laughs> yeah they poop in a box Stop pretty much right away and- <laughs> well i've got one who does not poop in her box oh no so yeah it's bad oh it's bad i'm so sorry yeah she's lucky she's really really cute Cause okay, the that's not the best, because at least best. my kid wears diapers. And See? So. <laughs> See? Although he did poop on the floor once. That actually oh happened. Oh, no. Yeah. yeah because no. I, I'm not, I'm not going to, let's, yeah, let's no. just yeah. skip over that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Unfortunately, we noted that Anna brought up poop, not yeah, me. Yeah, yes. that's very rare. That's oh, very no, rare. it was me. It was me. I started it with Wait, the cat. Wait, no, no, it was Aline, because she it said was. the cat doesn't. Well, yes. but Jessica said that they poop in the box. Yeah, that's oh. what I was. Yeah, I think it was me. Damn it. Yep. Uh, <laughs> yep. Your record remains unblemished. <laughs> it, it apparently it does. Unblemished by poop, I guess. <laughs> oh, it's the low point of your podcast. I was Aline. like, this is not what my listeners are accustomed to. This is I'm this so is sorry. a good shift in perspective <laughs> so for many everybody. Good episodes up until now. I'm glad we could just <laughs> oh, no. end that for you. So, well, let's switch. Anna, who are you? <laughs> uh, oh, who am I? That's a very good question. Um, I Well, currently, let's, let's talk about who I am currently. There have been other things in the past, uh, and hopefully will be other things in the future, but currently I'm a mom, like we already covered, um, to a little boy who's three, um, and he's autistic, so it's uh, it's a bit more work than an average three-year-old, and it's a lot of worry and uh, all kinds of stuff and um 
anyway, uh, it's it's an exciting adventure in many ways, but it's also really hard. So I'm a mom. Um, I am uh, the co-host with my lovely friend <laughs> Jessica Dennis of a podcast called Unconsolable, uh, which uh, we started not that long ago, and it's going pretty well. Seems that's, like that's, it. Yeah, <laughs> that's sort of my main occupation right now, and I, I'm still maybe sort of one or two percent um, a writer, and I used to be a journalist a bit. Um, I didn't get the hugest start in media before I, uh, well, I, I had a job and then I had another job and then I was fired and then I got pregnant and then I, um, then I had a job after my son was born briefly, but it's really, really hard to work when you have a small child. Um, that's a whole other topic. Yeah too uh and so now yeah now i have a podcast i <laughs> I, jo <laughs> I joke that i'm i'm like um do you guys i don't know if you guys remember but when conan o'brien got like you know what like fired from nbc or whatever ended up happening where he you know he he was he thought he was gonna get i, I don't know whatever like he and he had it on his twitter bio for a long time um i used to have a tv show and now i have a twitter account or something like that uh -huh. and then you know everyone, that was funny and so that that's like me except that i i didn't come from like the heights he did uh but it's the same thing sort of is that like i used to have a career and now i have a podcast so um <laughs> so that's me yeah okay end of story jessica <laughs> jessica, you? jessica who are you <laughs> I'm a person with a job and a podcast, I guess. <laughs> I, I, I sympathize uh, I, with that. Yeah, I make websites, so it's a pretty cool job as jobs go. I work at a large public university, so it's uh, kind of extra nicer than being a web developer other places because it's a relatively low-stress environment. I mean, rel relatively, as these things go. Right. Um, <clears throat> I'm a... I'm like the bigger geek on the podcast, I guess. I've I've been it's kind of weird. I'm in this marketing department now cuz they own the website, but I've always been in IT before and like I don't know, it's it's weird not being with my fellow IT trolls in mm -hmm. a basement somewhere. Yeah, I um well, I I was in the IT department at my last job and then like my current employer pretty much is an IT department so I can't sympathize with that too much but living the dream yeah no doubt it's it's um it's interesting though yes Jessica you're definitely the bigger uh, you know geek or whatever I'm like a I'm like an sort of an atypical geek a little bit I guess like I <laughs> I think I grew up um getting a lot of messages about it not being okay to be really, really, really geeky. Um, even though I like geeky things like my, my sister who's, um, eight years older. So she's a lot older. And it's like, of course I looked up to her and wanted to, you know, get her to like me and stuff. I mean, she used to make fun of me for like liking Star Trek or stuff like that. You know, like she'd be like, I can't believe my own sister's a Trekkie. <sighs> and oh, I was like, oh, yeah, so she, you know, my own sister. So like, you know, I, I just, um, and I mean, we've, you know, and, and so like with gaming, which we've talked about on our show, especially when we first started is why, you know, like we, we kind of didn't feel like that was kind of maybe a place for us. And it's, 
there was something uh, like Jessica's brother wouldn't let her <laughs> play games. I wasn't allowed near the Nintendo and later the PlayStation. Yeah, and I and I just didn't, you know, I just didn't think that was, I never had any consoles anyway. Like we didn't have a lot of money. Yep. Um, my, you know, we immigrated here from the former Soviet Union, so. So yes, I'm a Russian spy. Yeah, okay. Um, <laughs> I didn't say it. I wasn't going that's, to. So. That's what we pretend. <laughs> um, so so yeah. So I think you know, like I and I. So I still feel that way. Like I'm I'm like a I'm like a consummate outsider. I feel like in general, I'm I'm I wasn't born here. You know, I came here. I was almost nine. Um, so I'm an outsider to American culture. I'm an outsider to nerd culture. I'm an outsider to gaming culture. You know, I'm, I'm just always a little bit of an outsider. Um, so I, I'm, I'm sort of like half in, half, you know, one foot in, the other foot. You know, like, and, and I think I have internal battles about that too. It's not just, from external, you know, sources. So my best friend calls it geek adjacent. Like I'm not geeky like you are, Aline. I am yeah, geek adjacent. I'm that's like, a good way to describe it. I think. Okay, you know, yeah. if, if that's how you're comfortable, that's you know. Yeah, I mean, I I actually like I would prefer to be like full, you know, but I guess <laughs> it's not. It's like it's. I'm not sure if at this point I can change or not. You I know, mean, I the do, thing is though. Who says that you're not a full geek? I think you're a full. You're running. You're on a podcast about video games. I think you've had yeah, all, the, all the geek cred in the world, and I would. And here's the part where I threaten strangers, which I do. <laughs> I challenge anyone to say in my presence that you're not a real geek. Oh, and I hope they do if we're at Dragon Con again. Oh yeah, yeah. I I would love to get in a fight with some with some smelly nerds, and they're just smelly because it's very hot during Dragon yeah, Con. Yeah, everybody's really smelly. Is. Yeah. Everyone smells. Yeah. Oh my god. I I really was like, and I'm not that. Uh, I don't have that much of a hard time with smells or anything. Like some people, you know, really have a hard time with that. Or, I mean, I'm like average. I'm okay. I mean, obviously, if there's a bad smell, I don't love it. But, um, but I, but I was, uh, I was like, Jessica's exaggerating. It's not. No, it's yeah. No. Well, you're packed like sardines. You know, and, and yeah, it's, it's pretty oh, it's serious. So hot. And it's so hot. Yeah, that's yeah. The, and there's so the many issue. hills, and you, like oh, you never walking. appreciate how steep Peachtree Street is until oh, you w- oh, walk up and down it a hundred times. So hard. Um, but but yeah, Dragon Con's awesome. Just, <laughs> it is awesome, though, Jessica. You're you're so right because I just realized that maybe the it's not a problem, but that I really spend a lot of well, not even time and physical space with people but time online or time you know I spend so much time with other people who are like me or more nerdy than I am you know as I perceive it to be that that I forget that I'm still pretty maybe far on the spectrum you know that that it's only like when I'm around like really normal (laughs) quote-unquote normals you know that I realized (laughs) that I like when you when you were just talking about that now I thought back to being at Thanksgiving dinner with uh, with my family and uh, mostly my husband's family because we go to um, their house and I, I I'm always you know like they they don't know anything about their phones or, <laughs> or anything about the, they don't know anything about ga- like I mean their kids are would be the most knowledgeable about video games because they're like obsessed with Minecraft or you know whatever or maybe only Minecraft so I guess they don't know a lot either mm-hmm. um, but yeah so 
it's the, it's that uh, imposter syndrome thing. Yeah. Always, always. No, but I think, yeah, I'm with Jessica. You've, you've got a podcast about video games. <laughs> I, think, <laughs> I think you fully qualify. And if you ever want to get into Star Trek culture, I know a girl in Phoenix you can talk to, and she'll... She'll help throw you in that if it's cool. something you're still interested Yeah, and that's the other thing is, like, that I can't, you know, I even can't fully, like, indulge in stuff anymore because it's like I can't, you know, I, I, I don't have the time and money to go to cons all the time. I don't have the, you know, I don't, especially with my son, you know, if I was... Uh, if it was just me and my husband, maybe, you know, or if I was single, but I mean, even if it was just the two of us still, you know, be like, you have a lot more money when you don't have kids and you have a lot more time. And it's, um, it, it's like, I, I can, like when I went to Dragon Con, it was like such a big deal. Cause I'm like, I'm getting to go somewhere because I've <laughs> yeah. literally been away by myself on an overnight trip. My son is over three now, uh, twice. Um, so it's, and it's, it's only been one night both times. So once was when he was like nine months and once, you know, this past summer. So, um, it's not a frequent occurrence, sadly. Yeah. And I don't know, even, you know, for my husband and me, it's, I'm a little freaked out about, about PAX just because it's, it's flying across the country and it's, you know, you've got to buy the tickets to get there and the tickets to get in and then you pay for a hotel and then you, you know, Phoenix Comic Con isn't so bad because, you know, we go downtown and pay 20 bucks for parking, <laughs> but, and it's big. It, it, it's a lot bigger than it used to be. I mean, it's, it's, it's big now. And, um, but you know, traveling to far flung places to go to cons, I just, you know, the only reason I'm going to PAX East is because I have so many friends in Boston now. <laughs> so I'm like, this is this is a good excuse to go meet you. But like, I totally understand what you're saying. It's yeah. Know. Well, I I don't have I don't have like the because I have heard you talk about how you don't love crowds and all that sort of thing. I don't have that issue at all. And I actually love to travel and love to like. So it's almost like <laughs> it's uh it's just literally not being able to. You know, yeah. and it's it's so it sort of sucks, but. Yeah. What are you going to do? That's what the internet's for. (laughs) (laughs) That's that's, true. Yeah, and that's what I love about being in the era we're in is, you know, even if we can't go to the conventions or whatever, we can still, you know, talk on Twitter or find a a website with like-minded people. I always felt like I felt so good. I remember, like, I clearly remember. Do you remember Jessica when – the way Jessica and I met was on um, app.net originally and um uh and I remember like one day and I think this conversation has probably been had like multiple times where people <laughs> like start recalling the their first smartphone and like the phone they had right. before that and mm-hmm. like what did they the, I remember having like a razor and I mean oh, I even remember yeah, this. Me too coming up yeah on like on like our podcast and I know it's come up with our friends online that we've talked about and I remember having it on app.net back in I mean it wasn't that long ago um but uh <laughs> back back in days of years ago. Yeah. yeah and I just remember because it, it suddenly I like I had forgotten about this but it it reminded me that it was um, my. F- I it was like before the um, uh, after some point after the razor, maybe before the Samsung Blackjack or something like. There was a. I think my sister got me some. It was like some pocket PC. It was made by like I can't even remember. But I, what I remember is that she. It was a birthday gift, and she had asked me what I wanted for my birthday, and and I think and I told her right away like I wanted that or someone. I mean, I and I had like a specific one picked out, you know. And she was like, really. 
Like, you don't want something like maybe like jewelry or a watch. I was like, no. <laughs> and when I told people this, you know, that's what, and I think it was actually Steve, you know, our mutual friend, Steve mm-hmm. Lewis, of course, who was like, Anna, that's how you know you belong here. Yeah, like, totally. I agree. Yeah. <laughs> That's how you know you're geeky enough, basically. He didn't say that, but that's what he meant, is that, you know, because especially on app.net, it was like all developers, all for the most part anyway, you know, it was just a lot of, uh, so very, very, very geeky people. And uh, and I think I sometimes felt like I wasn't, like I said, you know, geeky. But he's like, that's how you know. Trust me. He's like, you didn't want jewelry or a watch <laughs> or, uh, you know, uh, anything like girly or whatever. That You, you wanted that like pocket PC thingy. And yep. so I was like, yeah, that's right. <laughs> well, and I was just thinking, too, I mean, you were on app.net. I yeah. mean, that just kind of. <laughs> right. That's pretty right. geeky. You know, like, yeah. like I got in there after the first year when if you followed fewer than like was it 40 people then you could be free you know have a free account and by that time you know it was kind of dying down and I didn't know who to follow and I already had Twitter and like I'm 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 pretty geeky and I never really got immersed in that culture so I think that counts too I was like an original $50 backer so um, I think that's even earlier than Jessica, right? Yeah, or, I came in the first yeah. wave of um, when it was $36. And it was right around the time Tweetbot, uh, not Tweetbot, <laughs> Netbot came out. Right, well, the same people that make So Tweetbot, several months yeah. later than you guys. And I was like yeah. this interloper, but I integrated myself <laughs> by butting into other people's conversations. That well, was that's, a, that's that, what you do. That's what you do. That's how you, you make notes, yeah. yeah. Well, that's, that's how it used to be on Twitter, but, you know, well, it sort of still is. I don't know. Eh. Yeah, and my husband was an original $50 backer, too, and, um, you know, just kind of, You're married to a good person. <laughs> <laughs> I just, well, that has to be true, knowing you, and, um, but uh, I wouldn't I wouldn't say it only because of the backing up.net, <laughs> but, you know, the idea. It helps. Could, it helps. Yeah. Well, yeah, you know, he edits the podcast, you know, with out complaint and um <laughs> i complain constantly yeah. about editing right? hours oh, right? yeah. <laughs> i do nothing but compl- in fact as i'm editing it i'm complaining so mm-hmm. so i edit mm-hmm. i have ed- edited exactly one episode of less than or equal and there is a reason i only edited one episode of less than or equal because i was like in tears by the end of it Aww. i was like i hate my voice i hate everything <laughs> i'm saying i am stupid and so it was just like better for my self esteem for him to do it <laughs> And that's probably why he doesn't complain is because oh, really... So you're actually, you're capable of doing it, so that's yeah. good. You know, I, I can. You can edit ours and we'll edit yours. <laughs> How about we trade? No, it's, I don't even mind because uh, I sort of, it's almost like it's not really me. Like I go into this whole separate mode where I'm just like the technician. So mm. all I do is like remove awkward silences and remove sections of boring content and mute anything that needs muting like I, I was sick for the last like four podcasts so i yeah, had these poor horrible nose blowing noises and it was awful um and so i don't know it's it's it, it is i hate my voice a lot i hate it so much i think i i sound in fact when we uh 
when we first did a show with Brie, um, Brianna Wu, for mm. those of you who don't know who that is, um, <laughs> she was like really surprised at what I sound like because I'm oh, I'm yeah, kind yeah. of a badass on Twitter, but like then I'm like I sound like this cheerleader. <laughs> yeah, I remember. Not that being... there's anything wrong with that. That's just how I sound. I remember being surprised too. Back when we were on App.net, <laughs> there was this guy that was doing like these silly little. I mean, they weren't silly at the time, of course, but he was doing this series of podcasts called Discover ADN where he would talk to a person. Uh, he would just pick, uh, well, I don't know, he, he didn't pick users at random. I mean, he picked people who were like active, you know, on the network and he just asked them questions about, uh, he asked everyone the same series of questions. Mine and was the weirdest. You were, well, it was a little weird because <laughs> we learned about Jessica's fascination with murder. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I went there. Yeah. He he was was really unprepared for that. (laughs) It was awesome. It was awesome. And I I was also, that was when I first heard Jessica's voice ever. And I was like, yeah, that's so like, and I really like Jessica's voice. I prefer it to mine. (laughs) I, uh, I, I, because I like that it's really feminine. I really like that. Mine is, not that mine isn't, but mine's less so. And I, I really like Jessica's a lot. I'm a fan of Jessica. <laughs> I like Aline's voice. Oh, thank you. Me too. You sound like, you sound really friendly somehow. I know. <laughs> yeah, and really like professional. Yeah, I think. totally. Well, <laughs> I I do. It is kind of part of my job. So, ah. um I, I I do have a little bit of like this performance voice that I put on when I'm doing the podcast. Um, a little bit. It's not, you know, I don't think well, it'd be too really noticeable. Well, it's really good. So. Well, thank you. <laughs> um, I've, I've worked hard on it, actually, so I appreciate it. Because, you know, I don't know. I, I, podcasting for me is kind of like a persona. Like, I, I have a little bit of a podcast persona. It's a, just, you know, slightly more, mm, I don't know, gregarious than my normal personality is. Um Typically, like face to face, I'm pretty quiet, but like you can't see me nodding along with you, so I have to talk a little <laughs> bit more when I'm when I'm on the air. So I think that's everyone, right? To some extent, Jessica, don't you think? Like you kind um, of, you know, you it's it's still you, but it's maybe like a slightly exaggerated, like turned version. up just a little bit. Yeah, yeah, maybe yeah. a little, but I'm pretty much like this all the time, except I curse more in real life. Yeah, me too. Yeah, me too. Yeah. <laughs> so- <laughs> so much more. Like, I, in fact, I mean, we haven't had, I haven't had a direct supervisor at my work for over a year now, which is a super bummer because my old boss was like the best boss ever. Um, so I've just been like, you know, letting people know how I really feel. And I'm probably going to have to tone that down <laughs> when they hire a new person. <laughs> be a surprising first day. Uh, beware the wrath of Jessica Dennis. Yeah, I, uh, I, <laughs> so there was this assistant dean who wanted me to do something that was really stupid. And it, I only had to do that stupid thing because she had totally ignored some, in, in a series of emails that we had sent her about this other thing that we were doing to replace the stupid thing. And so <laughs> I didn't, I was never going to refuse to do the stupid thing, but first I had to tell her <laughs> why I was unhappy about having to do that thing. And she got like more and more anxious and she was, <laughs> and I wasn't ever saying anything like no, really. But at the end of it, I was like, 
so I can do this, but it's going to be really, really terrible, just like all the blah, 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 blah. And then she <laughs> and then she was like, so can you do it? And I was like, yes. <laughs> Give me an hour. But we're going in eyes wide open. <laughs> yes. Yeah. You need to know how yeah. I feel about this. <laughs> I didn't used I think to do it's that. It's really refreshing. I really love that, like, Jessica's like, and this is not just at work, <laughs> I would say, you know, like. You're, 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 you're direct and like, and I, I thought I was direct. <laughs> then I met Jessica. <laughs> well, some people call it tactless, you know. <laughs> yeah, you know, I mean, you could say that. I, I wouldn't though, cause I like, I've, I've had that too, like where I, um, you know, people are, again, surprised, like if people that have known me online only, and then me, like the way that you said Brie was surprised, you know, how you sounded, you know, like very very kind of girlish and you know <laughs> this like very friendly nice voice and when when you kind of you know, when you went online maybe sometimes it's different even though you're not even that bad online I mean like I used to <laughs> oh my god back in the I I mean I used to uh back when I started on Twitter like in I don't know like early 08 or something like that um I used to write a political blog in about the mayor of Chicago it was actually like kind of popular with just like people in media and whatever and and I mean I used to uh and so I'm, I was like heavily into politics and I still am to some degree but I like I would that was like my my deal back then and I was on Twitter I mean I it was like I mean that was what I did I didn't have a job at the time and I was like and there were periods of when I was doing this blog that I didn't have a job and I so like Twitter was my job and and then I'd meet people in real life and they were like you're so nice oh <laughs> <laughs> And so I didn't really mind, like, I've never minded that. I sort of, I never, like, I didn't get the memo that, I mean, I did to some degree that, like, women are supposed to be, like, nice and mm-hmm. polite. Yeah, and this, like, I, I used guess to I... do that. I stopped. <laughs> it wasn't working for me. I still, I still, I, I do it to some degree, I guess. I mean, I'm, overall, I, I, I guess I'm, probably people would say I'm, you know, nice and, but, but, um, I'll just, you know, silently judge them or whatever. (laughs) (laughs) That's what I do too. Well, and I'm with my husband so much and, and he's six, five and, you know, major facial facial hair. And (laughs) he kind of scowls when he walks. Like he doesn't realize he's doing it. Yeah. Yeah. Mine too. (laughs) And and so I'm with him most of the time and people are just terrified of him, you know, (laughs) and he's, he's the nicest person I know. Like he's, 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 a thousand times nicer than I will ever, ever, ever be. But mm-hmm. but people are just terrified. It's hilarious. Yeah. It's just amazing. It's funny how much people, you know, focus on, on the visual, you know, and and not because, of course, you don't know a person. That's all you have to go on. But uh, meanwhile, I'm just like not I, I maybe I'm not like cautious or afraid or anything enough like possibly in life that's that's a high that's a high degree of possibility there because my husband like he bemoans like that I'm (laughs) you know I'm really impulsive I'll just say whatever and do whatever and it's so it can be bad (laughs) obviously but like he's the opposite um and he I used to actually I used to I don't think he does it as much anymore but when you say that your husband scowls Aline I, I totally can relate because I used to call it the um 
I used to call it my husband's Southside glare because he, <laughs> he comes. He was uh, he grew up and was on the south, not the south side of Chicago, like where the what people understand is like where the gang violence occurs and all that type of stuff. Although that's not all that happens there, but anyway, right. um, but like the southwest side, which is really like a lot of elderly Polish people, and is not you know like where Midway Airport is in Chicago, Chicago's other airport. You know, like everyone knows O'Hare, but so Midway is like a smaller airport. But it's so it's not that's it's not like a bad area, but um, but for I grew up in the suburbs, so for me it was like anybody from the city was like you know scary must have been like a street tough you know (laughs) (laughs) and so but yeah but he had he does he used to have I'd like to think I've softened him up I think um, over the years since we met in '99 it's been forever. Um, so I used to, yeah, I'm like, why are you like glaring? Like what? <laughs> like everyone, you know, it's like looking at everyone like an enemy. Well, it's funny with Justin because we used to work together. So we we got together and we're living together. And then I came to work at the same company he did. And he was the director of the IT department. And people were terrified to come talk to him. Like they were afraid of him. <laughs> It's just like, oh, oh, you people don't even know. Well, that but, can be kind of helpful, I guess, right? If you're here, <laughs> well, you except like these really nice to be feared than loved. <laughs> <laughs> these, these really nice, you know, just like the general worker bees w- would like go out of their way to talk to me instead of him. Oh. And it's like, you really don't need to do that. It's going to be okay. You're like, listen, he's nicer. Trust yeah, me. He's, he's much nicer than I am. I will tell Jessica, you no. You know that would so be you like if you were the head of a department like people would be afraid to come and i just know that i'm not the head of anything and people are a little bit afraid of me. <laughs> right there you go there you go there you go i'm not i'm not like you know when you're when you're the one who does the website everyone is the boss of you but right, um, right. <laughs> i because because i don't uh Although I'm not nearly as bad as my predecessor, who principally delighted in telling people no, even to perfectly reasonable requests. So I'll be like, no, we're not going to do that, but we'll do this other thing. Whereas she was just like a brick wall. See, and that's, that's it. That's what I would do. People would be like, can you do, you know, whatever? And I'd be like, nope, that's not possible. And so they'd go to Justin and be like, can you do this thing? And he'd be like, well, no, just like you were saying, we can't do that. But here's something that might work. And they'd be like thrilled. They're just like, I'm not dealing with you. You know, no, we're not going to do that. I'm going to lose all my podcast listeners because I'm not as nice as they think I am. No, no, I think you'll gain them. Yeah. On the contrary. People, you know, people are, at least in my, I don't know if everyone is like this, but I am, like, deeply suspicious and concerned if there's somebody that seems like they're too, too nice, nice or, like, very nice. I don't know if it's just me because I'm, because actually I can't even say that it's because I'm not like that and I suspect that they're not too because I am, like, actually pretty nice. Like, I wouldn't, like, if I were, <laughs> I mean, I've never really been in a position like Jessica where people are coming to me to see if can we do this or that. Well, or at least not, not in enough of a capacity like that to know what that's like, but I can, I don't think I would, um, you know, like ever tell people just like, no, you know, and not like, or at least or, or be like, I, I'd be like really nice about it and be like, oh, sorry, no, but you know, so I'm, I'm like that. But so yeah, I'm when somebody seems really nice, I'm like, I don't know what your deal is. And I'm a little bit worried. Creepy. <laughs> Creepy. So yeah. So 
Can we talk about Unconsolable a little bit? <laughs> sure. Why did you start a, po- a gaming podcast when neither of you game on consoles? Well, somebody needed to do it. Because <laughs> it's this whole, um, I mean, it was mostly Anna's idea, so I don't know why I'm talking, but I've already started, so let's carry on. Um, yes, let's. <laughs> it's this whole area of gaming that um, is sort of, is that people don't think is of Ezreal gaming. And I don't see why that should be. Um, I think a lot of our inspiration, and I think we've said this uh, several times on the podcast, was in fact Brianna's game, Revolution 60, which proved more than any other iOS game that I'm aware of that handheld games absolutely can be real games. And you can be a real gamer, even if you're gaming primarily on your phone, which we were at the time. Yeah, I mean, that's... That's basically it in a nutshell. Like we, we talked about it a lot when we started and we still do, you know, periodically, but especially like on the first show, like we had like no, you know, like really agenda or we were like, <laughs> I was like, Jessica, what do you think of this? We'll talk about kind of our gaming history or the, or, you know, what little there is of it. Um, this and, and then like, that's it. We had like four, you know, bullet points or something like that. <laughs> and <laughs> so it became a little more structured after that sort of kind of, um, but, uh, I mean, nobody wants to hear something that I figure like that is just, you know, really like bam, 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 like, you know, we're going to talk about this, this, you know. Yeah. I mean, people want to hear that the people that are listening to have personality and some kind of, you know, a life right. <laughs> and whatever else, you know, uh, what's going on, you know. You so. want to know why you care what we think. Yeah. Right. Because yeah. we're cool. Yeah. You have to <laughs> feel like you kind of know the person a little bit even though you obviously don't know them on a personal level but um so yeah i mean that's that's basically it you know we um we kind of we were i mean really it it was it was like mostly brianna's doing you know because we both uh beta tested her game (laughs) yeah we you know and we were like hey this is a game that's not incredibly difficult but is difficult in the right way and is not and it's challenging and it's um, interesting and it has a story Um, you know I had like no I I had been so removed from gaming for so long like I I mean you know I'd I'd played like I had a friend that had a Nintendo of some kind that I used to go over to their house and play like Duck Hunt and you know Uh like Super Mario something like that I I remember playing Tetris like on, on again my friend had like a Game Boy you know and I and then my husband actually had he had been into games for most of his life he's never had any of the like modern consoles like or even he never had even like the first PlayStation or Xbox or any like we have a Wii but we don't even we don't have a Wii U because um, there's no reason for us to have a Wii U again because we're not the he's like a retro gamer he's really only mm-hmm. he only really likes like old games and but but I I just um, I had been so removed from gaming that I my only concept of gaming uh, as it's and this was you know only like a couple years ago or whatever when we met, uh, met on um, app.net that like my only concept was like stuff like Call of Duty or Halo like that's all I knew Mm -hmm. I remember I've been at a friend's house I think and her husband playing Call of Duty and I was like this is what games are (laughs) right so like that's all I knew that's all I was ever briefly however exposed to (laughs) and because those are the and you could see how that could happen because those are the I mean the AAA games even though there is some variety (laughs) among them um, you know are starting to be more the case the it's it's a lot of stuff that's very similar and it's a lot of first person shooters and you know i just 
uh, we, <laughs> I, I, we just don't do that. Yeah, that's and, a big no. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's like always, you know, like we always, um, I actually had this great idea that like maybe we'll still do sometime. Uh, like we're, we're, we've become like good friends with like the guys that do spawn on me mm-hmm. and they're like, you know, quote unquote real gamers, mm-hmm. you know, with consoles and they play shooters, of course. And like, so like I, I had this idea that like we should like, uh, go like because actually one of them lives um, in the Chicago area. Mm-hmm. I'm like, listen, Jessica, I'll go over to his house <laughs> and like he's got an Xbox and we're gonna sit there and I'm gonna like play you know something you know like Call of Duty or Grand Theft Auto <laughs> or something and it's going to be hilarious and we should like record this or something Life and then, you know this yeah I mean maybe we'll still do that one day because that because it would be really funny like and I I think would illustrate why we don't play those games um <laughs> or maybe i'd be really awesome who knows i yeah. really doubt it though you, i really your, really your doubt latent it. spy training might come to the floor <laughs> i strongly doubt it just because <laughs> having played portal which is technically a first person shooter and that that's that's the uh, mechanic yeah I mean, it's not, you're not under like stress and this, right, but it's, yeah. you're, you're yeah, having yeah. to, yeah. but I mean, it took me, I can't tell you how long it took me, uh, even with, I bought an Xbox controller to use, to play it on my Mac so that I could, cause without a controller, it's definitely harder. Oh, it's so hard on Mac. Yeah, no, you can't, I mean, you yeah. know, if you don't have a, I mean, I, you know, you'd need people who are real PC gamers, you know, of course they have a PC number yeah. one. and They, they have, have those perfectly and, weighted mice. Yeah, yeah. Exactly, right with the hole and they do all the crazy. Yeah. Uh, so I, uh, but even with the controller, like the two, I mean, this is, you can just imagine like this is, I don't do this. I don't have those reflexes. I don't have those like the, it took me so, well, not so, so long, but it took me so long to even be able to figure out how to like, like walk and look around and do, you know what I mean? Uh-huh. Like with the yeah. dual sticks, like I'm, I'm like, this is very difficult for me. Oh, that's so hard. I was trying to do that too. And it was awful. And I, it's I so get sick hard. from first person games anyway, <laughs> so true. I can only play them for so long, but just, I hate controlling the camera. I hate it a lot. I don't think that's my job. Yeah, me too. It's really yeah. like, I, I totally get why people who, who are, who've been doing it for 20 years and who are really into it and who are good at it, you know, can do it and enjoy it and et cetera. But like, I just can't, it's like sort of too late for us in the sense that we just, we didn't have that time. Like people who have been gamers all their lives, even the ones who are adults now and have less time and like, you know, they have jobs and kids and whatever. They went through a period where they were in high school and before that in college. And when you have tons of time to like be sitting around in your dorm room or at your friend's house or being up till 3 a.m., you know, <laughs> um, playing, you know, whatever games, playing all those types of games. And so they we're never going to. Ha- that's it. Like our we can't go back to that. So um, even if we like for some reason wanted to, get, I don't think we even <laughs> we, want. I don't want to go back. No, no. we went yeah, into well, gamer training. <laughs> well, but I mean, like, even if we, like, for some reason wanted to get good at first-person shooters. Mm-hmm. Now, I don't get it. It doesn't make me sick like it does Jessica. So she really can't. But, <laughs> um, or, you know, I guess you could try chewing the ginger or whatever, but it's yeah. just not worth it. I mean, why? Why? When there's so much, um, there's so Point many click great... adventure games. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like, that's, you know, we love those types of games. We we like, you know, things that are... And, and, and simple doesn't have to mean stupid mm-hmm. is what I think we're also kind of trying to send the message um, with with the show we're doing and with the stuff we talk about, you know, it's uh, we we appreciate um, 
things that 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 respect us as gamers that aren't overly simplistic and that aren't too you know stupidly easy because we also want to be challenged and want something but not too much <laughs> yeah but not yeah we don't you know like i mean that's with certain things it's like that there's that line i you know and you and i do i am noticing that as i play more stuff i do i, I am getting more a little more resilient in the sense of like because you know again a quote-unquote real gamer person's been playing 20 years you know they they do they play a new game and they do a level and they fail and die like 20 times and this doesn't <laughs> bother them this is just it just the rolls off pay. their back mm-hmm. yeah it's just like well this is really hard like i mean there's games now like have you heard of spelunky like I it's this game no. it's like apparent i mean it's like a super hard game and there are games like this that are you know for people who i mean they're and they enjoy now there are people who don't enjoy those games yeah. even people who've been playing for many years but but um but i yeah like i to me that's like that's an amazing skill and you develop that over those years of failing and failing and failing and it not being a big deal because you have lots of time number one <laughs> and you have oh i'm gonna get this and i'm gonna get through this and eventually i'll get this level eventually i'll beat this boss mm-hmm. eventually i'll do it and that's part of the fun and of course when you succeed it feels amazing so I have, you know, it is nice to experience that. So, but it's, but it's like with our time being more limited and with our, we'd rather enjoy ourselves and have fun and do something that, you know, makes us happy and is a little bit more, you know, that's, that's an escape. Um, so. Yeah, I play, you know, like I've played The Last of Us. I, I really like it. You know, it's, it's a pretty long game. It's a first person shooter. I was not good at it. Uh, so like, I'm like, okay, let's put this on easy mode. And I played on easy mode for a little bit. And I was like, okay, let's turn auto targeting on because, you know, <laughs> this is this is not working for me. And, um, and I really liked it. Like, I, I think it's a good story. I talk about it on this podcast, you know, like every time I have someone even tangentially related to um, gaming on because I really thought it was a great story and but I just I Call of Duty and it just <laughs> no. does not yeah. it doesn't appeal and, to me and that's great that you can do that with games like I mean that's that's actually really I mean I don't know if I don't think that's always been the case if I'm not wrong yeah there's no easy I, mode in Super Mario Brothers no yeah exactly you know <laughs> I died a lot like, playing Super Mario Brothers <laughs> yeah uh, I tried it again recently and it was like no yeah, I mean, I am more like I am. I guess I'm more. Uh, I don't. I I don't play a lot of platformers for that reason. For sure, I'm not a great like jumper. An exact, you know, you have to be able to jump well and at the yeah. same time do something else. <laughs> no. or, I mean, like it's running like and jumping. No. Yeah, like yeah. running and jumping exactly. <laughs> but or things that you know. I mean, I will play. Like I've I've talked on our show about Thomas was alone because there's no stress whatsoever. It's, it's technically a so platformer, but also yeah, yeah. You know, it's like stuff like that. It's like, and that's what I want. It's like I want to. Um, I, I'm. I want to broaden the definition of gamer we we want to broaden the definition of gamer <laughs> totally i mean that's like what we're working towards here i mean one of the goals is to broaden that definition to include people like us and and people who don't even know maybe that they 
would be interested in being gamers because they think maybe like we used to that that it's all just call of duty or halo and like that's it right it's all doritos um, and mountain dew yeah yeah and you know mountain dew doritos (laughs) oh god (laughs) yeah and screaming into your headset about whatever (laughs) so um rachel slurs yeah. <laughs> yeah. Misogyny. Oh my god, some of that is awful. There's like these YouTube videos. Have you guys seen any of these? There's some that are like of like they have to be like teenage boys, like fifteen, fourteen years old, maybe, and of them like yelling swear words at their mothers who are trying to get uh, their attention yeah, about something no. or to get it's like a thing. I guess there's a b I, I don't know. It's it's so sad. Um, Let's have but yeah, killed. no, that's the, <laughs> spay and so neuter your bad. children, people. Spay and neuter your children. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, it's just crazy. But you know, we we want we want people to feel like um, that gaming is a welcoming place for everybody, and that it doesn't matter whether you have twenty years of experience and have owned every console ever, or a hardcore PC gamer, or not, or if you only play games even on your like that's. I mean, lately I'm mostly playing on my phone. I have to say, I mean, I have Steam, I have games on, on the, but. Um, I'm actually I'm trying to be a little more like budget conscious lately. So games on Steam are are more expensive than a mobile game that's just like one or two dollars or five or six at most, you know. And it's uh, it's it's just a much easier investment to make and something that and and a lot of mobile games can can you can play them for a super long time for for um, for a small sum. So um, so I'm I'm. Lately, especially, I mean, I've played a lot of stuff on Steam too, but lately, especially, I'm playing mostly on my phone. And I, I want people to think that they can call themselves a gamer, even if that's all they do. So, because we're hoping, one of the things we're hoping that'll happen is if people do that, then maybe they'll become more discerning and more discriminating, and maybe we'll get better mobile games. Is one of the other things we're hoping. So that would be nice. Yeah, I I really love that you're doing that because so my first episode that I had a guest on, wow, bad sentence. The first time I had a guest on Less <laughs> Than or Equal was it was Brianna Wu. And we were talking and I was like, well, I used to play World of Warcraft and I don't anymore and I'm not really a gamer. And she said, I don't understand. Like, this is not parsing. You played World of Warcraft, but you're not a gamer. Yeah, that, that doesn't make sense. That's and crazy. Was, <laughs> and I was like, well, but but I, I don't, you know, and I, I kind of hemmed and hawed about it. And it was about 10 minutes later, like after we got off the call, I sat down and I wrote this blog post. And I was like, that was a really dumb thing for me to say. But I think like, like you're saying, there's such a perceived high bar for what a quote unquote gamer is mm-hmm. that that I was really reluctant to call myself a gamer. And I still struggle with that, you know, and I'm still just as likely to pull out my phone and play, you know, 10 million was my last like really intense game until I beat that. Like I'll play <laughs> threes or 10 million or now I'm on to Alcazar, Alcazar. And, you oh, know, okay. I'm, I'm, I'm taking notes. We'll see if this <laughs> stuff that I like. Um, so I'm just as likely to play that as I am to read a book or check Twitter or whatever like like I pull out games I've played The Last of Us I've played Journey I'm back into World of Warcraft it's really ridiculous for me to not think of myself as a gamer but it it has such societal heavy implications that 
you know, I still am like, well, I'm not really, really a gamer. <laughs> and then I kind of have to like mentally smack myself because, <laughs> you know, I think that paradigm needs to change, especially, you know, if, after the last six months or so, we really yes. need to redefine <laughs> what a gamer is. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we, we touched on it a bit when Brie was on our show too, like where she, she was like, she was like, you, she was like, you're, you have an edited gaming podcast, like, especially talking to Jessica. She's like, like, you could call yourself a gamer, you know? And, and I, and I, one of her uh, theories was that she said that she thought that some people don't want to refer to themselves that way because it kind of has that like negative mm-hmm. association that you know of like the lonely guy of course it's in, a the guy. Yeah, in the basement yeah being next by his mom <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah you know and that it's it's sort of an, like an unhealthy obsession or something like that that you shouldn't be into and and that it still has that stigma sort of um and and so that's i mean what we're doing can only help to to hopefully break people of that like because i still hear i still hear people uh talk about that especially parents who they're always very very worried about their kids playing too many video and of course you can play too many video games potentially like a, a a younger kid you know or something but but it's like they're always sore and i'm like no don't worry it's okay (laughs) they'll be fine you know it's like i mean there's a lot of studies to show that there's a lot of positive effects good hand-eye coordination yeah yeah perseverance yep as as steve has mentioned yeah yeah the perseverance i think is huge yeah i don't have that at all yeah me neither I wish I did. Me neither. <laughs> See, because we didn't, again, so if we were, like, had played since we were, like, six years old or whatever, we probably would. I mean, I'm sure we would. You know, My SAT scores might have been a little lower, but my eye-hand coordination would have been better. <laughs> yeah, and, and my SAT scores weren't even as high as yours, so I have nothing to show for it. <laughs> For not playing games, you know. Uh, so, uh, I mean, it's a spe- specifically, again, yeah, like what you said, especially in light of Gamergate and everything and all this horribleness that that the definition of gamer has to uh, be expanded, you know. And that's why I, I it made me so sad that people didn't, I mean... It just, it made me sad that people didn't understand, that gamers didn't understand that when, like, those articles were written, like, gamers are over, you know, like, that they, like, to me, it made so much, it it just made so much sense to me, maybe because I didn't, you know, have my whole, like, identity and (laughs) you're wrapped up in this, and that's probably why, but I'd like to believe even if I did, I I would understand, but. You'd at least read the article first. Well, yeah. <laughs> no, but I think that uh, it's possible they read them. I don't know. I mean, there's, again, it's like when you just are so heavily personally invested yeah. in something. It So this is where it can border on unhealthy, you know, I think, when, you know, when this is like your defining thing about you. And that can be a positive or a negative thing. And it's, so for some people, it's a negative. So hopefully, you know, I I, I really hope we get awesome even awesome or mobile games there are so many that i love um so many that i've tried that i don't love that you know like you know i was trying to find a game just for that idle time you know like stuck in traffic you know i can you know or waiting for my husband to come out of the grocery store or whatever i can pull out and play for three minutes and then put it away and um 
there aren't as many of those as I thought there were, you know, like I get through the one I'm on and then I kind of struggle to find another one. Yeah, it's it's sort of tough. I mean, that's that's what we're, you know. Yeah. So um, that's one of the things that we and I we probably don't even like do as good a job as we <laughs> as we should like with our show, you know, because I'm, I'm not like every week, you know, trying to look at like all the releases and all the because actually even if I did, like I actually tried to do it in the experiment recently. Recently. Like I looked, I went to like, cause like pocket game or we'll list like, you know, everything that's out, you know, this week for iOS or Android or whatever. And, and so you can just look like what's, what's new and, or, I mean, you can look obviously on the, on the two different stores, you can look to see what's new and it's, there's, you know, I mean, I look in there, it's rare that I see something that I'm like, oh, that looks really good, you know? Um, and so, I mean, hopefully that's something that we you know we're 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 obviously small potatoes maybe but <laughs> i know for a fact that of course it was already a big huge hit already but my valley like we i mean it's still like will boggle my mind will you meet or talk to someone or someone online will be like hasn't heard of monument valley i'm like what, like, what? oh my god you have to download it right now <laughs> that's like i have to unfriend you right now <laughs> um but but it's like even it, it just it it boggles the mind that something like that that even is like a huge success and is um you know sold over a million copies that there's still people who are you know so maybe they're not playing a lot of games on their phone i don't know but that haven't heard of it or don't know of it or so people haven't heard of that game they're definitely not going to hear about something that might be also really awesome but is even smaller or comes from somebody that doesn't have money for marketing or pr and so um hopefully we'll be able to find stuff like that i hope so and yeah and, and actually it- you know get people to stop pirating it and maybe pay for it uh yeah well i don't i'm not god uh, so <laughs> <laughs> i'll smite them as as reference um the people who created monument valley tweeted out a day or two ago that yeah i believe it's 40 yeah. percent of the ios copies had been paid for and something like two percent on android had been paid for i think it's um now they've revised i mean there's some there's a lot of um <laughs> you have some android friends who are like very and i think we'll be talking about it a little bit at some point too on our show because um it, but yeah but that's but piracy yeah is a huge 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 problem and apparently it's been worse for them on android and i think other developers have found the same um and it's it's, and that's another, I mean, that's a whole other issue, obviously, of, like, the people don't think mobile games are um, worth paying much for, if at all. So people even hesitate to, like, why is this, you know, like, if a game, it's it's uh, it's rare now that there's games that would be, like, 5 or $6 on, on iOS or on it. It's, like, where, um, because people just won't, they won't pay it. I know people who won't pay more than a dollar for an app. Right. Like, right, and, and I have right. to fight hard to get them to pay for a dollar for an app. And it this just... is another thing that like apt, I mean, I just, my, I, I was, I don't think I was necessarily one of those people before because I didn't even really give it much thought. I, I think I would have probably bought, paid more for something that I, but I don't think I really bought a ton of apps anyway, but like on app.net again, it was like a lot of developers, a lot of people that develop mobile apps and, and, uh, I was kind of just like, brought face to face with this whole concept of that hey uh, this takes a lot of time and effort to make and then to sell it for you know a dollar or two dollars is is fine if you know then people buy it and it 
succeeds, but it, it's just like it boggles the mind to me that people, you know, like you said, won't pay more than a dollar or something. It's uh, and I, I think it's something that is just you don't know. And I, I've run into a lot of this in the past too. Like when in media, I mean, we have there's a problem now in general of people just not wanting to pay for stuff. Um, some people don't consider it a problem, but they're wrong. It's a problem for the people that want to be able to create things and and still eat. So <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's it's huge. It's, you know. But games are one of the things that people do pay for. Actually, there's, like, it was always really depressing to read, like, the Pew Research reports of, like, what stuff people pay for on their, like, what content people pay for, like, on their mobile phones. Games are a top, you know, like that. So back when I used to not be really that involved in games and I would look at, like, how much people paid for news or for, you know, content like that it was you know infinitesimal compared to games and things like that and i'm like oh if only news could be more like games right (laughs) but but now i look at that and i'm like yeah okay people pay for games there's hope yeah i we have this interesting dichotomy of you know like i i want these things but i want them for free and i also want to get rich and i'm like okay but but you won't pay for things and nobody else will pay for things. And if people aren't getting paid, you don't get rich. Like there's a cycle to this economy of ours. And mm. if you're not paying into it, you're not going to get anything out of it. You know? Yeah. I was actually, and this is totally off topic, but it's sort of on topic. I was reading this article lately about sort of the death of malls. And a lot of that has to do with the death of the middle class. Like you had all these rich people who of course wanted to consolidate all of the money, um, you know, to themselves. Uh-huh. And that's kind of backfired a little bit. It's, it's, uh, mm-hmm. I mean, you know, global economic just meltdown, mad. whatever. <laughs> yeah. But also there are all these malls that are just horrible eyesores that are just depressing and everything's terrible because rich people are bad. Not all rich people. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag not all but rich people. But we definitely have robber barons again. So that sucks. We actually have... Um, I mean, by some measures, greater income inequality now than we had in the 20s. So that's like a real thing. It's it's really awful. Like there's the I and I have to mention like that it just because when I've seen the I'm right, when I see this thing, it just like makes me want to cry. Like there's I, have you ever seen this, Aline? There's like this really um, popular thing that like they've they ask Americans what they think income distribution looks like in the U.S. And they show them these different like charts and graphs, oh, and yeah. and so then the results of that are they show they show what um, income distribution really is like, they show what Americans think it's like, and they show um, what it's like in other countries um, like um, Sweden, um, you know, country, or even I mean th- those are some countries like the Norwegian countries or Norwegian <laughs> the Scandinavian <laughs> countries. <laughs> Uh, there's only one Norwegian country, Norway. <laughs> um, the Scandinavian countries, you know, for example, are like famous for having, you know, uh, um, you know, like a uh, very kind of equitable income distribution. And so things, so Americans, basically the upshot of all this is Americans think they live in Sweden. Oh, um, well. Because what it, what it turns out to be when you, when you ask people is this is, that's what they think it's like. And what people are answering you understand is that they're saying it's not equal, of course, there's, you know, but they think that we're living in Sweden. So part of the problem is just that people don't even know. And when you see the real one compared to the (laughs) imaginary, well, not imaginary, it's like, this is what Sweden is really like. And this is what Americans think 
is the case in America. And when you see that next to the real one, what it really is like, it's the, just the difference is, is huge. Mm-hmm. It's, uh, you know, people, because people, it's part of our like national mythology that, that everyone can be rich if they want to and try hard enough. And, um, anyone who's poor is poor because they're just not trying they're hard lazy. enough. Yeah. Right. They're stupid yeah. or lazy or, both. or on drugs. Oh or yeah. Both. Definitely. Yeah. Or they've, they've made bad choices and well, too bad. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Cause no one's ever made a bad choice in their or, life. Or they think that these people have had these choices to make because they right. themselves had these choices. And it's yeah. like, well, actually, no, I mean, that person didn't precisely choose not to go to college. That was never even like, like in the same galaxy right yeah like i i remember in like uh in american history x which is about you know like white supremacists like edward norton's <laughs> at this like meeting thing where he's like he's like slavery ended you know what are and he said the year like how long does it take to get your i'm not going to use a swear word <laughs> how long does it take to get your stuff together you know basically and this is okay so white supremacists say this so you think this is probably like a really like horrible idea that only white supremacists believe oh no in. No. No. <laughs> no by no means yeah no that's what people actually believe it's because, yeah like, like it was flipping a switch and all of a sudden everything was great for black yeah. people like uh <laughs> jim crow people yeah or like i mean i'm sorry to say that i come from an immigrant culture that um is very um reactionary often and very right wing here in the u.s and they are part of the reason they're like that is they came here um you know a lot of people come in their 30s 40s 50s even you know and then they they managed to uh, you know, find jobs and buy cars and houses and be able to go on vacations and all this. And they look at people um, of color living in the U.S. who've been born here and they imagine it as like, well, they were born here in this, you know, country that <laughs> offers you all these opportunities. And and we came here when we were like 30 or 40 years old and we have a house and a car and, a you know, 2.3 children, whatever, you know, right. and, and, they, and they're living, you know, in like a, a horrible slum neighborhood and and dealing drugs what's their problem basically and this is really how people think they Mm -hmm. don't understand um and and they just don't understand the value of you know like education cultural uh just all the things that accrue to you um that they they don't understand that they came here maybe when they were 30 or 40 but they came well equipped to to have a you know to have a life, you have stable family, you know, connections, friends, Pale skin. you know, it's, and actually financial assistance. I mean, there's like, right. there are organizations that like, like the, um, like Soviet Jews came here with that people get like the, um, there's an organization like the Hebrew Immigration Aid Society that would give people, gave people, you know, you could get a loan with like a two or 3% interest loan you know for for however whatever amount and you or you you had a sponsor here who was going to help you you had so you know it's not the same but people don't see things like that so and and like you know I I think we're all about the same age you know and when I was growing up and in high school it was continually you know you you graduate from high school you go to college at any cost you graduate and then, you know, you you move on with your life. And what that's resulted in for people like me, like I have very significant student loan debt, like a lot of student loan debt. And I'm going to be digging myself out of that. I figured if I continue at the rate I'm doing, I will be about 55 when I'm done paying off all my student loans. And, um, you know, it's, 
it's a problem right now. Like all of all of these things are problems and we've really got to like our national paradigm has to shift or we're if it's not too late, I don't even know, you know, <laughs> or we're going to be in big trouble and it scares me. I hope me. it's not too late because I like for all the you have a child, um, for, of course, you hope yeah. it's not too late. Yeah, I mean, I exactly. But for like all the failures of like the Occupy movement, at least the success, the huge, actually, I think, enormous success is just to have introduced this idea into the popular consciousness. I mean, because that is huge. Again, like this, people think we live in Sweden. Now, I think that this was maybe before Occupy when they did this. So I would hope at least that if now if they were asked people would have at least a maybe that chart would still not look correct but it would look a little better maybe a little closer to the truth um, because people now are at least somewhat aware of I mean that's an idea they completely just introduced out of nowhere people had no concept of you know like the one percent or the you know really it's even about the like people who are like in the one percent of the one percent so um, uh, and it's it's just uh, I, I hope that at least some people are aware maybe there's still, you know, possibility. I'm a little more cynical as I get older, but <laughs> we'll see, I guess. Yeah. Uh, we'll just keep playing video games. It'll all yeah, be fine. Yeah, that's right. We'll, we'll keep yeah. fiddling. <laughs> we'll pay back into the cycle a dollar or two or five at a time. And My, it's getting toasty in Rome. Jessica has, like, changed... I have to say, meeting Jessica has, like, changed my life so oh, much no. for the better. Because, <laughs> really? no, I'm serious. Because, not just because of the podcast, like, which is sort of, like, one of my main reasons to exist these days. Because um, things are really hard. And, um, and but it's like, I know I've got to do this podcast and where I've got to, like, get stuff together. And we need, we're going to have guests and this and that. And it's sort of, so not even all that aside, like... Jessica, do you remember when you told me that, like, you, you know, you, you think that, like, you know, you think you're going to change the world or at one point you're like, you know, you're going to do all these oh. great, amazing things. <laughs> and then when you realize now this is going to sound like, OK, when when probably a certain type of person would hear this and be like, oh, my God, that's the worst thing I've ever heard. <laughs> what a horrible thing to say. And this person has no like ambition or whatever. And it's not true uh, because Jessica said to me, she was like, you know, once you realize that you're not going to change the world, you can do like fun things, frivolous things, enjoyable things and and sort of and and that was really it that was all you said but like that was sort of like life altering for me because oh. I was like yes <laughs> yes that's right yes we're not going to cure cancer let's play video games yeah. I'm exactly I'm like I've accepted this that's okay I can still do good things and I can still change the world in smaller maybe ways but you know I mean I'm I'm raising a child like that's but even that's people huge. who aren't doing that I mean even if you're just raising cats like that's <laughs> my cats that's are really totally, nice yeah I mean yes and then also I mean you like so I, I just I just want you to know that Jessica like I don't know if I've ever had a chance to tell you really Aww. like that's it really like changed my whole worldview like because I definitely grew up with that and when you're an immigrant too you come with a lot of stuff that comes with like you your parents made this enormous sacrifice to bring you here and to uproot their whole lives and their whole you know and you feel like you have to really succeed and so like my sister has done that actually um she's highly successful see they now, got one yeah, so exactly. So I'm like, okay, So cool. there's extra, you know, um, you can extra just be a person. And you're a totally yeah, cool person. So really that's... Are. Yeah, aw. 
Thank you. Um, so yeah, I'm, you know, like that, that was like a turning point for me. I'm like, you know, that's right. And that's sort of around the time we started doing the show. And I'm like, you know, like this can, and, and again, we're still pretty small, but there's a good, there's been like, you know, a good amount of good reception and people like it and they understand what we're doing is what's really, um, satisfying. And they, they they get it, you know, and it's so it's it's struck a chord a bit, and so like that makes it that makes it worthwhile, and it's it may be silly and frivolous, and I don't care, <laughs> but I don't think it is. I I don't. I I think that I think that it's important. I think that it's, you know, I think like I said, I think it's a paradigm shift that needs to happen in geeky communities that. Like, that's why I have this show. Because, yeah, you're, you're part of it, too. Yeah. We're, we're all part of it. Because we've got to make it more inclusive because that's the only way it's going to get better. This this exclusionary culture that we've had in all of these different pockets of geekdom have not been conducive to, you know, making really, really cool things. And it's very limiting. And I think that it's awesome. I think that it's wonderful that you're doing, you know, the show where you're like, oh, hey, look. You know, this needs to change. And here we are. We're going to, you know, by hook or by crook, we're going to we're going to be a part of this. So yeah, I, I think it's great. That, oh, thanks. So on that note, is there anything else you guys wanted to talk about tonight? <laughs> well, oh, we've said covered guys. the global economy. And <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> I think we've uh, let's see. Should we cover uh, religion and health? And <laughs> oh, yeah. Let's go and whole hog and pitchforks. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Let's, let's get the pitchforks it after be like a, It'll be like an issue of The Economist only <laughs> by a podcast. <laughs> Maybe right. next time. Yeah. Yeah. Let's postpone that a couple weeks. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Anna, how can people find you online? Oh, uh, well, people can find me on um, Twitter at Anna Tarkov. It's A-N-N-A-T-A-R-K-O-V, Lickin' Victor. Um, and they can um, uh, find our show um, at unconsolable.com, which is unconsolable. Um, I don't like to spell it, so we just <laughs> do it that way. Um, so we hope that you guys uh, check us out. And Jessica, how about you? You can find me at Jessica Dennis um, on Twitter. And, of course, there's our Unconsolable uh, pod uh, podcast. <laughs> well, yeah, there <laughs> is that. There yeah. is the there podcast, is but I meant the Twitter, um, although that's mostly run by Anna because she's much better at that sort of thing, and I'm super lazy. Uh, <laughs> well, <laughs> at you least do about all the Twitter. editing, so, <laughs> yeah. We, uh, we, it takes two of us to do what, what Steve does for Isometric, I yeah. just have to mention, because Isn't that's he? just... That's, amazing. He's I don't Superman. Know. He's, I don't know. He is. He has a, a full-time job and three children, and he does what the both of us do. And uh -huh. he was doing all that with untreated ADD. Yeah, mm -hmm. yes. Yeah, so. I mean, he's going to be president of the United States in 10 years <laughs> now that he's got drugs. I can only come to that conclusion. Like, that's what's next, I think. So. He'll be our first Jewish president. Oh, yay! Oh, that would actually nice. be really cool. I think yeah. we're ready for that. I don't know if he's on board with this, but, you know, I volunteer him as tribute. Yeah, probably not. But vote for Steve. <laughs> yeah, Steve for president. OK, like the, the Write campaign it in. starts now. <laughs> You're right. 
<laughs> oh, the poor guy. <laughs> we love you, Steve. Indeed. Well, we sort of have a joke that, like, we had mentioned, like, Steve almost on every episode of, That's of our show. <laughs> so now we've even gone and done it on another uh, show that we're on. So it's it's sort of like it continues the trend. So. Well, and I talk about him a lot on here, too. I talk yeah. about him and Ken Gagney and Brianna, yeah. like, a lot. they're awesome. They really they are. are. Yeah. They're so... That's why. I love how encouraging they are. Like, a lo- see, this is the opposite of the geekdom gatekeeping that you see so often is is Steve who really wants to help other podcasters be awesome just to make podcasting more awesome and, and other Brianna, gamers who, like right. he's, he's the best like you just I say like I'll I'll play, I'll play the game for like five seconds on my husband's uh, PSP and I'm like that was really hard and Steve's like yeah that game was really hard for me too and I'm like oh my god uh-huh. <laughs> you know and I so Steve is just the best and Bree's the best and, and Ken's awesome too and the reason we keep bringing them up is because they're all awesome yep. and they're welcoming and and they want people to come in because the rising trying, tide lifts all yeah, ships they're or not whatever trying it to is. keep people out <laughs> yep That's, I totally agree well, thank you both so much for coming on the show. I am, like, super stoked that we had this time. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. It was so much fun. You can find the show on Twitter at less than or equal. If you have feedback, suggestions for guests, or would like to be a guest, please go to less than or equal.com and fill out the contact form. If you have a few minutes, I would really appreciate it if you'd leave a review on iTunes. Thanks so much for listening. Until next time, on an internet near you, I'm Aline Sims for Less Than or Equal.